painted. Take a painted. Wish a nigga take away the pain. Smoke a lot of cool. I smoke a lot of cool. Thinking I can blow away some pain. I'm sipping cold. I'm sipping cold. Wishing I could slow down pain. Well, a smile on Five's face. If y'all can see this smile on his face right now, I don't know if it's very revering right now, very revealing, probably. But boy, oh boy. Nope. No, no. Before we start, yeah, Mark, you know what I want from you? To I I would tell me. Tell me up to, to before okay. If we before we even no, get we, to listen. <laughs> we gotta at least we gotta at least welcome everybody to li- for listening to another episode of Overly Medicaid. Let's first welcome our guests into our happy home here. What's going on, everyone? Of course, this is overly medicated. An episode, not an episode, but a show that takes a deep dive, or at least we fucking try to, into HBO's <laughs> drama Euphoria, starring Zendaya and Sam Levinson's pen. Yep. Sam, Joseph, Jerome Levinson. Jerome's not his middle name for real, right? Joseph Jerome? S J J L. How do you feel about how do you feel about two middle names? I would never do it. Right? That's why I gave. That's what I. I would never do it. He should never have done this, and that's why I gave him. <laughs> Wait, just, just just last night or this whole season? Whole season. You know what? <laughs> you know what? They're rewarding this motherfucker. And we're gonna talk about that. But I want it right now, Mark. I want my. Tell me. I've I've been saying this for weeks. I said episode five. They're gonna try and turn up. And I also said, you know what, Mark? I don't know about this. <laughs> I said it last week. I said it the week before that. I said, I don't know how they could realistically do this this season. Have I not? And I try to stay the course. I have been staying the course at least. The good try to thing is, I will, I will give you, I will give this whole scenario here a little bit of positivity as I normally do on Overly Medicated. You did not immediately give me the spoiler and be like, hey, episode five is not going to be what you think it is. But we did talk about it in episode one and say, hey, something is supposed to happen in episode five. You dove a little bit more forward into the spoilers. I stayed back. Kind of want to see what happened every Sunday. I don't want to be misconstrued. I didn't actually read the spoilers until episode two because I was was like, there's, I don't care about spoilers. I like to see like the way things are done. So I'm not, I'm not a spoiler phobe. So like I, that, it doesn't trip me out for spoilers. If I want to avoid something, I'll just, I know how to avoid it. So I looked at it and don't worry, people, we're not going to leak anything here. If we did, we'd tell you guys before. Yeah. But, um, I, I read up one. It was a Reddit thread. It got closed. So there's only screenshots, but you know what happens after it, after it blows up, you start to get fakes and stuff like that. So yeah, probably we'll find some of them that are right. Some of them that are not right. But I knew weeks going into, you know, f- for about three weeks going into this episode, what was going to happen. In fact, me and Mills, my our good friend Mills, we were talking about it and I was just like, oh man, Mark is going to be so hurt. <laughs> I literally told Mills, Mark is going to be so hurt because he's trying so hard to be positive and me and Mills are just like, I don't know. But 
episode five finally happened. We're going to talk about episode five and everything that has, has it happened tonight. It's burning the internet down right now. <sighs> is it? About it. Is it? What's what's the, what's the immediate thing being said on, online? It's, 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 it's 60 40. I think a lot of people are very confused. And I even tweeted, I said, you know, and we're watching, let's be clear to people that are like, yo, this, you know, you're taking it too serious. We know this show is absurd. And that's why we like how absurd it is. But there was a sense of like heart in it that didn't seem kind of fake to me in this in a way that this season does where mm-hmm. it's just it's like it's just just not constructed well and this was an over-the-top episode as over the top as last week was this topped it six times over and granted and it, go well, ahead and granted both of us know it's a tv show both of us know this is scripted both of us know that we're, we're not expecting 100 percent absolute reality in all of this but in certain this scenarios is- certain cases this, this ain't art. Some things here. Yeah, I, I know this ain't art. I know this is, you know, this is what it is and is, and is, is what it's going to be. But at the same time, it's like, I knew that I knew we were going here. I knew we were going. Episode two, I could feel it coming off the rudder. And that's why I did what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Episode two, I said, I've seen enough TV. I've seen enough TV to know when some shit's going off the rudder. Something didn't feel right. Just in, in the way that things were, were being done, mm-hmm. and um, so we're gonna talk about it. First, off, let's talk about some 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 news, some some stray sure stray news over here. <clears throat> Euphoria picked up for season three, and I said at, right before this episode, we found this news <laughs> about three days ago, I think. And I was like, "Oh, buddy!" Everyone literally the comments or the announcements was, "We don't need another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's over after this." We would stop it. So just like uh, fire Sam, a lot of shit went down. Okay. <clears throat> um, see, I mean, biggest numbers, big streaming numbers, most popular show. This and Peacemaker are really driving HBO Max right now. Peacemaker is uh, with John Cena. DC show oh, is, is um is being there. It, it's like their most watched new series. While Euphoria is, the, I think, their most watched series right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you this right now. Ratings have not dipped. <laughs> They've actually gone up. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, episode. though? Yeah. Yeah. The memes blow it up higher. I, I, it's hard to try and explain the presence that it has online right now compared to season one. And season one was pretty memeable. Season one was pretty memeable. Season two, I feel like, has blown up in such a crazy way. Cyrus, shout out to Cyrus, very tapped into TikTok. TYN very tapped into what's going down out there. He's already sent me five to ten classics of just euphoria TikToks already throughout the past couple of days. And it's shocking that all of this is happening to bring a whole lot more. I've seen a lot of tweets within the past week of people just starting season one, episode one, euphoria and being like, oh, I'm taking a look at what's going on in the timeline. Y'all are really hyping this up. Let me take a look on HBO Max to see if this is really what it's being described as. And this is a show that's, again, two years old. So people are just now jumping into this just based on the conversation that's been been being had for like a month. And I think between you and I, we can both agree, this is something that's blowing up while the show itself isn't really producing the excitement that it's providing. Just say it. It's not that good. This season ain't good. And we got four more episodes. It's not going to save it. I feel, like, uh, I, I feel like I I feel 
I don't. I, 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 I honestly, this, this, this is literally my gears running in my head. As soon as we hear that pause, there's gears running in my head to try and think: How do you escape what happened last night? How do you how do you fix what happened last night? And after episode five, things are so burnt down. It's not even an excitement of, ooh, I can't wait to see what happens in episode six. How do you transition past what just happened into episode six is more so my well, question. Well, what is this show? Yeah. What is this show anymore? <laughs> like, what is it? Like, it, that, like I said, like, there was a feeling of, like, some t- like there were characters that we liked. And we're going to talk about some characters because characters do show up in this episode. And. They are promptly skirt, skirted out for, for this week's central conceit, uh, if you will. <clears throat> but season three on the way. I, I hope we don't wait another two years. Uh, but, you know, we'll have more announcements on Overly Medicated as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, what other news do we have this week, Mark? What do we have this week? There's we rumors had, uh, between two of our uh, favorites or one yeah. person that I want to see erased off this earth and one of our favorites. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, Jacoby Lordy, Hunter, Hunter Schaefer, uh, some news came out about a week ago. These two are not getting along so well on the set of Euphoria, which again, <laughs> you connect dots with, but I mean, storyline wise, this does make sense. Okay. Storyline wise does make sense. But also you notice that in movies like Mark, you, have you seen like the Fast and Furious movies? Let, let's get to the, let's get to the actual story is the, the story is that they have beef on set. Mm-hmm. In that they have they in the season two, and this is a rumor, a, a heavy rumor. Um, and, and the rumor is that they're beefing because of some some strange issue that's going on. Remember, he used to date Zendaya. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. There's a lot of speculation going on. I don't even want to get into it. It's literally like a whole spreadsheet of shit that people think why they they you know they unfollowed each other on Instagram. Yeah. So that led to them not being able to be filmed together. They didn't want to be filmed together for season two. So they so you already got the cat drama. Of course, we we have a uh, cat watch. Well, actually, we don't have much of a cat watch this week, so I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> we got, we, hey, we got 30 seconds. I, I, think we can clap, I think we can clap for 30 seconds of cat. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a wrap up what I feel like Sam Levinson was trying to tell her when we get to that part. Um, <laughs> so we got that beef. We got, the, we got that beef. But, you know, have you, have you seen the Fast and Furious movies where, you know, like The Rock and Vin Diesel have beef, right? Uh, yeah, I think I tapped out of Fast and Furious after <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Add that to the list, by the way. So we're making a list. Of everything that Mark has never seen, yes. you got to get Mark watching these movies. <clears throat> so, um, when they were beefing, Vin and The Rock would never be shot in scenes together. So there would be stuff like he would call The Rock, and they would talk to each other. But you know, it's it's a movie; they're not actually talking to each other on the phone. Yeah. So he would just be reciting lines. Or when they at the end of the movie, they'd be at the cookout, and The Rock would be there, but Vin Diesel was all the way on the other side of the. They, they never interact. Sure. Like they never on camera together it's the same way and i noticed this with nate and jules this season obviously we know they're not gonna be like together together and you know but they're not filmed together as of yet even even when they've been at that party in episode one exactly but they were never in the same frame it's got to be the same frame just like how barbie Ferreira is not in the same frame as anyone on the show including (laughs) That boy, that boy Sam, boy, that boy got cat as a hologram this season. This shit is crazy. Got cat in the doghouse, if you will. This is this is real. So we'll, we'll wait to see. We're only episode five. We got four more. What three, four more episodes left? What what is it? Eight? 
it's eight. So we got three more episodes left. Right, four, four. I can't do math. Which is four. crazy. We just we 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 just came back. It's already it's already gone in a month. We well we try to have a whole lot of fun. Thank God that we have a little bit of uh, uh, pieces that we can talk about to actually feed a whole lot of this fuel. But I, I, I guess when it comes to Jacob, when it comes to Hunter, um, like you said, only thing that we saw, episode one, Jules at the party, glances over at Nate, clearly does not want to fuck with Nate right now, didn't even say anything, had a very bad, menacing look as she looked at, uh, I don't even want to say menacing. It was just a different well, look that she gave Nate. But Sam could have told her anything when she was shooting that scene. He could have been like, oh, you see Rue across the room. Yeah. <laughs> he, sold us, he sold us some bullshit. He sold us some bullshit. And then told Nate. <laughs> hey, look over, hey, look over that wall looks at A director could say, you, there's a flying pig over there. React to it. <laughs> that's literally what you have to do. Like, we don't know if that's what you're really looking at. So, man, we got we to gotta wait and see. <laughs> so Jacob's watching this shit at home like, nigga, what the fuck? I wasn't looking at her. <laughs> I don't fuck with that bitch. Oh my god! All right, so that that was the other piece of news. Uh, we talked about this last week too. The Spotify, Joe Rogan thing. Mm-hmm. I've been riding, flag been mm-hmm. flying. That that I, that wrist does not look stern right now. For those that can't see this on video, J five is wa- waving this flag very limp right now. <laughs> he's looking at the sky. I think he's trying to find the jig right now. <laughs> I was listening to Apple Music today. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I saw I saw the screenshot. Unreleased thug, huh? Yeah. Listen, unreleased thug. Yeah. All my playlists are there, but also, why on Beanie Siegel the becoming is Purple Rain now on Spotify? It's not clear on Spotify. It's weird. Um, Apple Music and Spotify has some weird instances. It's it's way less on Spotify. We'll say as far as missing songs, Apple Music kind of kicks it into gear uh, from time to time. As far as just things that just get pulled and then put back on, that's kind of why I have a music tracker to take care of that because my OCD. But Spotify, it happens a little bit. Spotify happens a little bit less. I don't know why Purple Rain is one of the records that are missing from Spotify, though, because that's always been on Apple Music. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like... Let's talk about this flag, worse. man. Let's talk about this flag, man. Worse. Listen, as a fan... Let's talk about your fan. dog, Daniel. Big fan. Hashtag big fan of, of Team Green. Oh, it's team, it's <laughs> team, team Green, all right. They try, they, they try to tell you, boy. They want to listen, though. Hey! Daniel comes out last week. He's like, hey, man, we got rappers on the platform. Why would we do this? <laughs> this, week he said, this week he said, hey, is it Cap? <laughs> hey, I mean, we're trying to build a platform. And he says, if we're trying to build a platform, if we don't, if we censor everyone, then we can't have a platform where everyone can be creators here. <clears throat> In which case we were like, they said, oh, yeah, here's the thing. And I said this last week. It's going to snowball. It's going to get worse. I said it two weeks ago when we started talking about this. I'm like, every week is going to snowball until they until they eventually cut or do something. They added censorship warnings. But a video comes out Friday night, I think. Oh, India already Rogan. turned this bitch up. Joe Rogan. How do you how, Indian? How does she know this? <laughs> somebody, somebody must have slid. Somebody must have slid her this. Somebody tapped her in like Deep Throat in Watergate. Like, <laughs> I got some leaks, y'all boys. Some leaks on Watergate. All the president's men in the Ari edition. 70 episodes of Joe Rogan saying the N-word. This was an N1 tape, boy. 
a super cut with the with the old NBA basketball theme playing under it. Nigger, 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 nigger. It's the old school uh theme. Hold on. You know when it's like back in the day when it's like old like old school basketball clips and the it's like the whistle. It's like doo-doo-doo-doo. some Harlem Globetrotter shit right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. Him talking about black people are apes. A black brain is different. I said, ah, come on. I just want, I just want fucking canvases, my nigga. Can you just clear this Mm-mm. up? Mm-mm. Like, Jesus Christ. Hey, a lot of Spotify, a lot of Spotify fans said, hey, separate podcasts from the music. Daniel said, ah, we spent a good amount of money on this. Let's just, <laughs> listen, man. listen to someone sell Obama, man. Come on now. Listen, man. I had to t- I had to Homer Simpson it tuck into the tuck into the greenery, bro. Tuck into oh you, you just, oh tuck into the greenery and came back to the to the red. No 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 no. I still I got I got people over there, but I'm I'm I ain't I ain't arguing nothing with you no more, man. Oh, the beef is over now. It took Joe Rogan saying porch monkey and moon cricket for you to fucking for for the flags to go down. Hey, hold on. He ain't called me that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah. Is it the Muhammad hey. Ali when it came to Vietnam? He ain't called me that, nah. All right? <laughs> we're getting fucked up. He was talking about them. Hashtag them. Do, y'all, them. do y'all hear this right? This is this is literally unreal. Hey, man. Unreal. He dropped his version of Nas's N. <laughs> Remember that album? <laughs> the N. Nas had the nerve. To say he's about to release an album called Nigger. Showed up to the Grammys with a nigger suit on. Come on now. So it's getting worse. It's snowballing. Joe Rogan had to get up there and he had to apologize, nigga, twice in a week. And, and you know, this yeah. <laughs> the first man <laughs> never had to apologize for a goddamn thing in his life. Two weeks. Within 78 hours, he had to apologize twice. No, nah, the first one was the fake one. The first one was the COVID one. He was like, well, <laughs> come on now, fellas. Son gleaming on his bald ass head. Mm-hmm. Hey, he said, I'm glad Spotify doing this shit. Second one was dark room. Yep. Second one was the five minute cut. I was like, yeah, he's feeling it today. He said, hey, man, Spotify hit the, this is Daniel. <laughs> he said, hey, man, listen. Can we talk? He said, I tried, brother. I can't get these niggas off me. <laughs> he said, you're going to have to, you might be on your own if this doesn't clear up in seven days. Spotify said, it, 90 episodes going. This is crisis comms, okay? I work in crisis comms. This will be cleared up either by donation of his salary oh. or a complete clip of the show altogether or a complete like th- that's the only two ways I can see this coming out as far as crisis comes go, and a Spotify statement at that. It'll be them donating it. <clears throat> it sucks because they stood so hard when it was just COVID last week, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not taking this L." Hey, man, quiet, quiet now. <laughs> we let everybody have freedom of speech. It took this for Spotify, and, and, and truthfully, I still don't think I, I still don't think they're going to take that L. I the Spotify is so. And this is just outside of whatever's going on with Joe Rogan. 
so tapped in to their stances and what they believe. All their beefs with Apple, all the beefs with all this other shit. When they want to take a stance, they want to take a stance. If you want to do it with this, it's going to be really fucking bad for Spotify. I don't see Spotify. I would be very surprised if they pulled the entire show all together and just say, you know what? Fuck it. We're dropping Joe Rogan. I, I, it's, t- Mark, it's on the table. Let Daniel talk how he, they got investors. Yeah. It's on, <laughs> it's on the table. Okay. You can't say that. You can't do that. They took 70 episodes. <laughs> Of him saying nigger <laughs> off of the platform. I don't even think we got 70 episodes of us saying nigger. So all the but that's what I'm saying. All the Daniel was Daniel saying don't match the energy of what they know they gotta do. Yeah. He can say what the fuck he wants to say. Yeah. They gotta do that. Because now it's like, oh, that's like that's remember last season overly medicated? That's same table right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's Kyle's same table. Uh, let me give you a second. Let me let me go talk to somebody else. That's what that is. He's same table right now. So I I only see this going because it's gonna continue. They got so many. They got cuts of shit where he was doing the podcast. It looked like it was on twenty five k. Fucking what was what is it two fifty? Fucking two forty four p one twenty p man. With with the with the Times New Roman scrolling the top, across the top, well, that's how low budget it was. And him say this niggas his his nigger scroll goes way back. And he was like, "Oh man, it was a few years ago, man." I was like, uh, "I don't know, I don't know if that's gonna help." And then you have others hashtag others jumping in the conversation and being, "Oh man, well it t- it took this it took this for everybody to want to cancel Joe Rogan." Oh man, he's just a nice little voice. That's so powerful, and you can't control it. So this is what it really had to took. And next, they're going to have this take and this take. I said, "There's yeah. no, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way." Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's that's been our that's been our Spotify Joe Rogan update for the week. I like talking about this with you because you like to like to punish me. So, speaking of punishment, whoa, this is not, <laughs> let's get into punishment. episode five of Euphoria season two. If this played, would this have saved, would say, would this have saved the episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Absolutely not. Episode five. Euphoria. I've, I've, we've held. I tried to hold on as long as I could to not talk about this, but I did. Stand still like the hummingbird. It's a book written by Henry Miller. Have you ever read this book? No, I haven't either. Uh, overall thoughts on the episode, Mark. Let's just get that out the way so I don't forget. Be honest. Don't. I want complete. I, I think all the listeners do too, because they listen to you every week and they're ready. Uh, they do. I'm just confused, man. Bad payoffs, uh, bad things that I did not expect to happen the way that they did. 20 minutes of waste, um, <clears throat> unbelievable waste in certain cases, which we'll get to that very briefly. Um, I don't know what happens in these next three episodes, and that is not said from a positive standpoint. That is just from uncertainty. That is from confusion. 
That is from a lot of things that I just don't think on expectation or people that think that unexpectation with a lot of this means like anticipation for the next three weeks. I don't think this builds that last night did not build that. I don't know what happens for the remainder of season three or season two. Excuse me. I don't know how you build this into a season three, but I thought at least for some of the bigger storylines that were supposed to happen in season two, we would get a better payoff than what we got last night. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna say it right now, man. Opinions on this are wild. They're they're either one end or the other end right now. And that's been the whole season. That's not good. Yeah. You want universal love. You're not seeing that with season two of Euphoria. <clears throat> Let's just be honest, get it out the way. This ain't hate. This ain't performative. It's not written well. <laughs> like, let's get it out in the open. It's okay to not like the show. That does not mean we're being performative. No, because we it's even gave not- a... We, yeah, we, we even tried to navigate under... Where does a lot of this feedback come from? Because after episode one, we were just... We saw it, and we are just like, okay, maybe people just don't like the fact that this is a very, very popular thing. And it's going to continue to blow up, and people don't like that. But this continues to blow up as our writing or I guess our viewing of the show goes south. And that is a very surprising thing to us. I don't think that is going to stop, especially within the next week. Expect to see a whole bunch more memes and funny stuff of a lot of kids and and all those that are tapped into that social media area of discussing this show. But as far as watching this show, you and I, fairly confused. I'm two steps away from hate watching it, only because I love doing the show. And I love you. That was also one thing that I was concerned about this past week, too. Um, We were so, well, from your perspective, you were so down on it. I was like, okay, what's going to happen overly medicated? Because we still got to, we still got to talk about something. We got, we got three episodes, baby. This contract is in. So if we were going to be at a point where things were so bad that we could not talk about this in any type of positive light, how are we going to hype up season three? Because season three of Overly Medicated is also going to be something that accompanies season three of Euphoria. But what happens if the rest of this season is a complete abomination? What if we just leave season two and we don't care about anything that has just happened for the past two months? Let's not go there yet. Let's not go there yet. The scary this thoughts. Season, scary thinking. The season is bad, but you got to remember, I still watch 90 Day Fiance. So I'll still watch the show. <laughs> I'm just, I'm I, don't know, I don't know if I'm joining you on 90 Day Fiance. I don't know if I'm joining you on 90 Day Fiance. I would. If we could, listen, everyone, let me let us know if you want Mark to watch one episode of 90 Day Fiance and we can review it on this show <laughs> as a bonus, we will do it because I want I, I would love to for for Mark to watch the trash TV I watch. But let's get into the show. Um, I didn't like this episode, so that's just out in the open there. Close to worst episode of the series. Close to it. For various reasons. For various reasons. Close to it. If not, I, maybe when I recap it, it will be. But it's definitely I saw I saw somebody say it was. The best episode of the season. I said, no. <laughs> I couldn't, I, true, truthfully, I couldn't even tell you what the best episode of the season is. Probably the opener. Pro- pro- yeah. Probably episode one. Episode one. Episode one. Um, We start, I thought it was a flashback. I don't know, I don't know about you. I thought, I thought the beginning of the episode was a flashback. I've, I feel like we've seen this scene so many times that I literally had in my notes, is this a flashback? Because, but then I had to remember uh, Rue's hair. So I was like, okay, it's not a flashback. Mm-hmm. 
It felt like a flashback. I feel like we see this so much, and I'm just like, can we get over this? This, <laughs> please. It happens all the time. Uh, Rue's mom finds out that Rue has been taking pills because Jules told her. What's your face looking like? When you heard about that? When I first saw, it, I, I, I was actually, I was actually pretty stunned that Jules was the reason as to why. Obviously, we they spent the past like. 10 minutes or so trying to find out whether or not it was Gia. I don't think Gia would have went that far as to tell her mom. And even if she did, they probably would have had to paint it down a road that made it feel like Gia doing what she did was the right thing to do, which if she did, mm-hmm. I would have been completely understanding of that. I originally thought it was Ali. I thought Ali put two and two together, saw the face, saw the eyes, smelt the clothes and said, yeah, probably serving. She's six steps away from literally her damn eyes falling out of her fucking head every week. How do yes. you not know she was on fucking drugs? Yes. And that has been a that has been a big thing about 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 Ru's mom. And she hasn't seen it 100 percent as via or maybe she had ideas of it and just didn't want to believe it. I'm sure that there are many ways as a parent to try and navigate that. I do not have any children. I will not have any children anytime soon. So I cannot really speak for a mother or, or a father who kind of assume that their child is on drugs but don't want to go all the way down that path listen man my mom ain't no talking ain't no convo ain't no let's help you none of that hashtag get the belt tombstone pile driver The jumping joint. The jump. The jump. The The joint that put Shawn Michaels away. (laughs) The the one where it's over. The jumping joint. Are are you you getting the eye roll before it? Or are you just going straight into it with with, with the double thumbs? It's it's the the choke with the eyes open. (laughs) And me. That shit. Spinning my ass. Legs kicking. (laughs) Mom gonna put my neck down a little bit. Oh, so <laughs> so oh, oh, really lean it in? I can feel a little tingle, so I can sell it really well. Spin with it. Tombstone my ass. It's over. Rue starts trying to fight her mom. Her mom says, "You're not a good person, Rue." Rue goes off. She says, "You know, you're not a good mom." All of that. I'm like, "Damn, Rue, are you like what? Is this like the type of like drama that people wanted to see in this show?" Like the, the mom, I hate you. Ah. Fuck you, mom. But that that's 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 been the big thing, right? A lot of a lot of doubt. Where's her mom? Yeah, but <laughs> not necessarily where's her mom, but you know, the relationship between mother and daughter. One one we haven't seen, and two, there hasn't really been a whole lot of experience that has been you know black between this situation between herself and of course her black mom. I think in a lot of people's instances, just like you referenced, a lot of black moms would have seen this shit. Very early. So that's when I originally thought, okay, you're going to black to black. Ali's going to have a talk with her about X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, about mm-hmm. what he feels. More than likely, Leslie found the bag in her own merit. Did not know what she did with the bag at that point in time as of yet. But mm-hmm. I thought that's how it ended up happening. And maybe we get into a different area with that. But we got what we got. Rue completely shit on her family, just like how she shit on Ali. Just like how she is shit on Elliot fairly quickly uh, a couple episodes ago when he ended up coming to school. Um, this thing has been very frequent 
with Rue. And I don't know if that's what feeds a lot of people's frustrations with Rue this season. Obviously, drugs. Mark is not frequent. It's just out of nowhere. Yes. <laughs> like she, she wasn't like this. Yes. Like, I get. And again, we got to go back to we always reference the, the, the special episodes in between episodes, the bridge episodes, if you will. She says, you know, I don't I don't want to ever get clean. I don't want to do that. But it wasn't pure on. She's like fatalistic to an extreme extent now where it's just like, OK, but it's like what it's like, huh, what was the what you were just getting high in episode one. Now you're just yeah. full on mustache twirling villain. Mm-hmm. And I it just it came off. But it's like they're trying very hard to make. And, and again, Zendaya did another disclaimer for tonight's episode as she's been doing for all of the kind of big episodes of the season so far talking about. I just want to show that Rue is someone who's capable of still being loved. And it's like, well, write her in a way where it's like we get to build to this. I feel like we just got there. I feel like the Rue that was in a special episode was definitely someone who was still capable of being loved. Yeah. And they could have they taken that her viewpoint, her her fatalistic viewpoint there without going full on randy orton like she was an <laughs> <laughs> episode uh they they eventually go and fight in gia's room gia, uh, of course rue thinks gia narked on her of course so so gia's in it can, can they give storm daniels something to do other than in the fetal position every week um there I, are certain people there's certain people on the show that exist to have the same reaction every single week yeah and she is definitely one of them and that was one of my concerns of who we were going to see in season two of her earlier. Obviously, Cat being missing is the huge report that comes out with that. But I did not know what was going to happen between Rue and Gia this season. We got the argument, what was it, two weeks ago? And I said, yeah, if Rue actually did want to fight Gia, Gia is going to lay her the fuck out. Um, did not get to see that this week because Gia is literally just scared of a menacing Rue that is now clearly panicking because she does not know where $10,000 worth of product is is scrambling to find it i'm sure her mindset as of right now is also influencing that but i felt for gia if there was anybody that i would feel for in this episode or probably in this season it is the daughter who has literally done fucking nothing and terrible writing let's let's move on (laughs) it's bad writing this is bad writing okay i mean it's it's bad writing. If there's one, if there's one person I have to feel bad for, is you. Has literally done fucking nothing. Has to watch this turn down. You know, he don't got he don't got nothing for her this season. It's like when they can't, they don't, they 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 don't know how to book her. This, this I thought that there was a good angle with her last season. Damn, that was last season when she was smoking the weed. Yeah, Rue got no payoff. No payoff. No payoff. None. And she's back to this. Rue could have. Hey, Rue could have. If, if we're on the turn, if we're on the theme of snitch, you bet I told just like that banner. Rue could have snitched. Rue could have snitched. Rue could have snitched and said, "Hey, we're just smoking weed at the fucking uh, carnival uh, a couple months ago," and that could have turned, could have flipped her mom directly on Gia because now this is somebody much younger than Rue and clearly does not have anything going on uh, or does not think that anything's going on with Gia. And now dropping that bomb could get Rue away from anything that's going on with that situation for a couple minutes just to find out where the fuck are my drugs. Wow! If only you were in the writers' room. Crazy. Uh, right? Rue's mom smacks Rue and tries to kick her out the house. She breaks the door down, and I was like, oh, she's trying to get the Emmy again this year. Uh, Rue's mom flushed all of the drugs down the toilet. This is like 12, 13, 14-minute scene before the actual the actual uh, intro rolls in this this week, so yeah. it was very long, cold open this week. Um, Rue flushed them all down the toilet. I'm pretty sure all of like... I, I, I mean, you could have guessed that she threw them away. I mean, duh. Of course she threw them away. Uh... But I'm sure everyone was like, oh, the stomach's dropped. And I was just like, yeah, no. 
I was like, I wasn't really shocked at ten thousand dollars worth of drugs being. Yeah, I wasn't shocked. Down the I mean, I'm sure it's going to take a long time. Yes, I mean, it's not like you can just throw it directly in the toilet and everything's going to be cool like Goodfellas or something like that. But it, it, it just feels so. They'll, they'll disintegrate. They're not going to clog up their shit. It's, yeah, they'll just disintegrate. But um, Jules is in the house with Elliot. Nice. I like I like the scene where she walks out and you and you see them from behind the island mm-hmm. in the um kitchen. That was a good. That was good camera work there. Uh, never, hey, listen, camera work, ne- cinematography, never a problem in the show. Hashtag All the positives. Good. See, look at that. See, a little, little, little bit of positives leaking out. I know somebody that's listening saying, shut up, nigga. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Somebody said it for me. Okay. Now, he would have said the ER. He <laughs> it's an intervention. She calls Elliot a, a junkie. Jules is a rat. Uh and is it this is a this is a this is a, a, a big scene here. She tells she tells Jules that she's dead to her. Uh there's nothing, there's nothing there's nothing there to me anymore. She has feels nothing for Jules. She calls Jules a whore, a vampire, and bringing up how she left her uh, you know, a couple months ago that led to her relapse, of course, which Jules did not know. But of course, as we know from the special episode, I feel like people people are preemptively too quickly saying that Rue barred up Jules when we all know that this is like Jules's or, or Rue's selfish perception of what Jules did to her. Yeah. That is not actually what Jules did to her. Like, yes, Jules was a party to it at a time, but when she realized that she was being used as a substitute for Rue's addiction, she got away from it. Mm-hmm. And also the nature, she knows why she left. She's using that. That's what junkies do. So I feel like everyone siding with Rue on that is like, what? Are, what? Like, y'all are reading the show completely wrong. It's like simple as fuck is right there. It's not like th- that scene isn't for you to clap and say, finally, got her. Mm-mm. Got that bitch. That's not the way you're supposed to read that scene because that we know we know that's not what Jules wanted. Jules actually loves her. So it's like, that's not what, what that is about. Like that's, it was, it was weird. And yeah. For one, you are dead to me. I texted you. And Cyrus said immediate cap. Immediate cap. First, first, first off, I know you're lying. I, I know for a fact you're lying. Jules knows you're lying. We don't have to go down that road. Two, my area of huh was like when she started going into the description of Jules sucking the life out of a lot of people. If she did, then who? Because it wasn't Nate. Clearly, you know the situation between her and Nate. It's not Elliot. Jules and Elliot look like they are just fine without you being in the room, as we saw last week. Haven't seen too many interactions with Jules and everybody else outside of her friends that actually like hanging out with her and like interacting with her, as opposed to you, when you were appearing in some pretty odd situations like the bathroom, Mm -hmm. uh, where people just don't know how to converse with you because it's been a while since they have seen you. They do not know what is going on. They are only referencing what had happened the past couple of months because you are in and out of so much shit within the past couple of days, that it is confusing to try and approach you with some form of conversation. So when you say Jules sucks the life of out of everybody that they interact with, who are you refer who are you referring to? It's just it's ramblings of a junkie. Yes. So, uh Rue runs out, run runs to the hallway. Her mom says she's gonna take her to the hospital. Elliot says he regrets telling and saying he liked how Rue how she was. So what what is the purpose of this character? <laughs> we are we are now Nearly six episodes in, we know nothing about him. He is only there to serve as a cipher to make this. He's the the only reason he was here to make this episode happen. That's literally the only reason he was here. If he doesn't tell Jules this, this episode doesn't happen. Like he's a cipher for everything. He has no. It's almost like if he was a ghost, no one else would even know because no one else has interacted with him. I almost feel like he's in their head because I like <laughs> no one interacts with this motherfucker at all. 
It's like he's in a whole different show. The only thing that interested me was the drive off. Um, Rue being in the back of the car, clearly being taken to the hospital after um, Leslie tries to convince her as much as possible to be taken to the hospital. She looks back at Elliot like she would shoot him in the face right now. She had the opportunity to. Clearly, she's driving off. They're being taken away. And Elliot just kind of hits his cigarette and does a little bit of a stare that I just was not sure about. But again, what we had seen for the past 15, 20 minutes, you know, it's that felt just like a little bit of a blipping on the radar. If you want to say Elliot is the heel that has just put gasoline all over this entire situation, it pales in comparison to what we have just seen between Jules and Rue, which again, we immediately know that it's Cap. I was a little bit not necessarily confused, but just unsure of why Jules would say, I love you at least three times to Rue in a pretty bad situation where she should feel like absolute shit by the way that Rue is talking to her right now. But she still offers her help. She still offers her love as Rue, again, is off the fucking rails. You know what? I, 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 I actually have a question before I even say that. Mm. Have you had to interact with a real Jay? Yes. Like halfway house... Trying to deep, offer man. help in in in, 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 in that time. Okay, so it's been a little bit lower than that, but still had to interact with that. How did you program your mind to realize that more than likely what they are saying are lies? Oh, man. It's a pattern, I think. And I think that pattern goes that, and that's why a scene that comes up, which I think we're going to have a lot of discussion about mm -hmm. is, is going to be more like, wow, huh? Like it, it's a pattern of, of these people and these people in this episode. That's one thing I can say. They, everyone in this episode knows her pattern yeah, and they know what she does yeah. and they know where to find her and they know where she'll go. That's the, that's the story of this episode. So like it's a pattern and that, that's, that's really where, where you go down. And I haven't direct, like not directly like this, but I, I know people who've known people like this and I, and have, you know, it's ruined their lives. Mm -hmm. It's a very serious conversation. It's a very serious conversation this, this show has, and it turns it into into what it is. Let, let's let's get through this for this first this first scene. Sure. Um, they're in the car. Ruth says she's taking her to the hospital. Turns out she's going to take her to rehab. One thing I, I, that that was cool was Gia has all but drowned out the convo. You notice how whenever they're talking, mm -hmm. Gia, she can't hear any of it because she's like, I'm uh, she she's repressed it so to speak. I thought mm -hmm. that that was an interesting piece of um, uh, editing there. She finds out she's going to the real rehab, freaks out, jumps out the car, almost getting hit by a car, and she's on the run. And then we see the title. Rue wakes up on the streets like fucking Spawn. <laughs> and she and goes. Is nighttime. I, I, I wrote I wrote that shit. I was like, I wonder if Mark knows who Spawn is. So I'm gonna put the Spawn joke in there to see if he's gonna laugh at it. Uh, she rolls to, to Fez's house. Fez is likely laying low at this point. She goes to Lexi's house, and her mom immediately know something is wrong <laughs> she's like are you an aa or na and, and be clear rue's whole mood at this point is she's hitting her leg she's having withdrawal symptoms quickly mm -hmm. so she was using a lot in a short amount of time so she's having withdrawal remember this she can barely run she's having cramps she's peeing a lot remember she had the episode last season where she was like she couldn't pee for like a whole day yeah, she yeah, she was going crazy about it. So that's happening to her again because she's trying to withdraw. Or she she is going through withdrawal. Mm -hmm. Rue goes up to finally use the bathroom. She finds pills in Cassie and Lexi's mom's house and also steals some of her earrings. 
and her mom pops up when she goes back downstairs. Nice scene again of the people being there as the camera rolls down. Uh, they're all trying to tell her, yo, you know, we need help. Let, let's get you there. Shout out to Lexi, Cassie's mom. Shout out to, uh, shout out to her, man. Mm-hmm. She's a hero. Um, <sighs> Cassie says, hey, you know what, Rue? Just take it one day at a time. <laughs> the th- no, okay, no, okay. I'm not laughing at the quote. I'm laughing at the Mick Foley thumbs up that is given into the camera. And you know what's, you know what's the most hilarious? The turn back at the Maddie when Maddie's also like double thumbs up. Like, yeah, that's a real good thing to give Rue right now. Very convincing, even though probably Cassie and Maddie could not believe a single fucking thing they're talking about right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rue, then again, this to me, of all the writing that was inconsistent and the pacing that is just breakneck, I, again, I caught whiplash here. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'm literally showing you where this thing goes off the roller coaster. Rue reveals that Cassie is fucking Nate by saying, how long have you been fucking Nate Jacobs? You see the arch? You see the arch on that roller coaster? Yeah. All the fucking way down as soon as I heard that. I remember, and again, because the show doesn't actually flash you back to this point. Remember, this was just a throwaway thing in episode two. I actually had to go back in my notes and, and find where she did see this. And of course, she did see this episode two. Mm-hmm. And she was riding back home mm-hmm. to go get high. Yep. She did see Cassie with Nate uh, on, when she was on her bike. She's been seeing the Jacobs family for a while. I don't want to... Listen, the scene that comes after this is irrelevant to what this actually did to the story of this season. You have spent... We have spent now four hours or more on this storyline, taking up so much of this show. Mm-hmm. Okay? Three, it has taken four characters in its orbit. You mean to tell me that one character who had nothing to do with this, there's no reason why she would have had to do this only to, again to write this heel turn. It's got to work. She's got to do her. She's got to do her heel turn. Randy Orton. <laughs> one character blew up a whole, a whole storyline that she is not a part of that. She had no stakes in. Yeah. It was the most inconsistent and lazy thing that has ever happened in this series. Fuck this episode. Fuck this season in this series. I know everyone was like, Ooh, rude. no, that was no, what it no, was no, no, for. No, no, no. That's what it was for. When you deep, deep, you dig deeper into that. It's like, Bro, like, I'm watching, like, Yellow Jackets right now. And that show is so good. And they do so much in that show without telling you everything. Sure. Right? This show is a fucking hammer to a glass table. And it's just like, boom, right there. It's over now. She tells her that. Of course, Maddie gets mad. Cassie's like, why are you believing her? She's a fucking junkie. Which, fair. Raise but- my hands up high. Because I said, okay, let's escape. Cassie can escape. Cassie is good. She, it, it was it was right, but then that's not what happened. No. This is what happens. <laughs> Maddie goes, "Why you little? I oughta, I oughta send you to the moon." Wait a minute, where you go? Wait a minute, don't chase her. Rue gets away. Yeah, she gets away. There are five people there. Rue's burning everything down. Kat's like, hey, you can't do this here. Kat, shut the fuck up. <laughs> if Maddie would have yelled, Kat, shut the fuck up, 
It would have made things. A little, oh, she did. Yes. Oh shit! I completely forgot that. That's that's how invested I was in the in the Maddie and Cassie chase. She's this is before the chase. She says, "Cat, shut the fuck up." And I said, "Sam Levinson wrote that in." <laughs> that's the line I said that he wrote. That was his. That's his personal line that he, that he wrote in. So at this point, it becomes this. <laughs> Where are you? We got some work to do now. No, it was me. <laughs> For the rest of the fucking 45 minutes this was on. I shouldn't be laughing, man. I should I should I should not be laughing. What do you feel about this? Again, a storyline that we were told to be invested in for so long that we were like, okay, this better have a good payoff. And this was your payoff. Terrible pay. This is the worst payoff. <laughs> I could have ever imagined for this. And this was, to be, to be clear, I knew about this going in, but seeing the way that they did it was even worse. It was, it, was, it was just so blunt. It was not written well at all. They could have ended this an episode ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you know how long so, I waited? Do you know how long I waited? Not necessarily long. Do you know how many ways I tried to think about how is Maddie going to find this out? And I think they purposely did that for the past... Mm-hmm month or so for us to actually think holy shit they gave us a little bit of a tease of it in the pool last week where she apologized for two different things and obviously maddie didn't know but how is she going to find this out you mean to tell me that not only does rue be the person that drops this bomb between maddie and cassie but on top of that this is literally when you were watching rue at her lowest everybody is watching her on the stairwell as a fucking junkie right now, trying to pretend to offer her help with the best type of smile and grin that you can possible, and the bombshell that she drops, as Cassie says, why are we listening to Rue? She's high! Nothing in Maddie's brain says, hey, wait a minute, you know what? How do we know that's not Cap? And now... Not only do I have beef with you, Cassie, because it does sound kind of believable and it does make sense after the past three weeks of you dressing like me, acting awkward, vomiting, uh, weird situations between you and I when even referencing a single piece about Nate, the New Year's Eve party. It sounds convincible, but now I got beef with you too, Rue. Because if this is bullshit, I'm going to fuck you up too. There could have been so many better ways to escape this other than, ah, oh, one of these days, Cassie, I'm sending you directly to the moon, and they run upstairs. What are we, what are, what are we supposed to see from that? It had the subtlety of a high school play. Like, it, it literally played out like it was a high school play. Like, all of the characters go upstairs, yeah. and, then, and then the curtains fall, and then you go to the next act. Yeah. That's literally what that looked like to me. It was, it was a gross, not even a gross, it was a, a clear reminder of, of how, why and how the writing has failed this season. Like it, it, you do not spend four hours doing this. This would be like in Breaking Bad if they ended, you know, the Gus versus the the cartel episodes, and we're with with Gus just saying, "All right, I gotta, I, I'm strapped. I don't even know. Like, I don't want to spoil that for people, but it's like, they, like everyone knows that that storyline is. Or even in the Wire, like the you know certain storylines and that subplots and that like like never all of them get connected in some way. No, Rue it, didn't be the one to do this. No, it's a bad thing. Thing. It, it's t- it's it's it was already self-destructive on his own merit you just blew up a subplot the only thing this show was about we were talking <laughs> the only thing this show was about was cow 
Nate and Cassie. And it's blown up by Rue feeling away because Cassie said, yeah, let's get you some help. Why? Why? Like they, they, they only did that for people to 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 make memes about it on, on Twitter. Like I that's I, there's no other way I can conceive that happening because as someone who like really likes the show and, and, and really like the first season, they never did shit like this. No. And it's, you know why? Because they had no expectations of what people would, would like when they did it. Mm. <laughs> now they know. <sighs> she go, Rue goes to Fez's house to get drugs. Rue tries to, and, and you know, Fez opens the door. Rue tries to take Fez's mom's drugs again. Remember she did this in season one yep. when the pill auto was talking to her. He stops her and kicks her out the house. Uh... I think that's all the Fez, we, all of the Fez we get this episode. Yeah, it is. So he's another, he's another character yeah, who has, up. has a stellar first episode. We had, we saw everyone. I even feel bad for McKay. If you want to be completely whoa, honest. Whoa, 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 because, because there was at least something there where if it was, hold on, I'm just saying like, let, let's, let's get the jokes out the way. Okay. Jokes, jokes, jokes aside. There's something there with, with the, with the Nate thing and her. That's not resolved, Mark. Mm-hmm. That's not resolved at all. Yeah, they broke up, but he's still a character. He's still their friend. He's showing up their fucking parties. Yep. Come on. That's lazy. Look. Travis. Quantrell. He's not here. We he's have, not around we, here. We have, and I was like, yeah, we need Quantrell origin story. <laughs> we're not getting a fucking origin story at Quantrell. We're not getting a Quantrell origin story. We're not, we're not getting a Quantrell origin story. So Rue breaks into somebody's house. I know I again this episode is all over the fucking place. He breaks into somebody's house. Meet the flockers now. Pure J talk here. She sees the dog and can't calms the dog down. At this point, Mark, I, I know you were like, what the fuck am I watching? I think I I think my actual text was, yeah, this is now turned into Space Jam. Are we gonna get the Daffy Duck dog situation that happens in Space Jam where Rue is running all around the house and we hear woohoo, woohoo, and her clothes get torn off? Cause that would have <laughs> that that would have frustrated me even more. I'm completely stunned to this point that we get to the point of breaking and entering and Rue's winking at the TV screen like ding. And just completely going underneath the garage door and getting into um, a house. It's it's just. <sighs> also, also, we just had a bomb dropped on us of this reveal. Yeah. Of something that we were not prepared to be revealed this episode. Yeah. Let's just be clear. That's why this was such a bad reveal. They never come back to it. I- they never come back to it they hit everybody with the swindini they for sure hit me with the swindini because last week's preview for sure had cal and police all within it very quickly i might add and um i originally said okay something's gonna happen between cal probably something's gonna happen between nate i thought a fight was going to break out um not only did a fight not break up between cal and nate we got zero minutes zero seconds of nate not saying here's the thing not saying we like the nigga, but you, you just gotta, broke some pretty big fucking news about what's going on. Not even a phone call. Maddie calls him up. You're fucking Cassie. No, no, nothing. None of that. None of that at all. We got to wait until next week. It happened out of fucking nowhere, like it, it, out, of, out of nowhere. And man, so she gets caught because the husband and wife come come home and they look under the bed and she's under the bed like it's five nights at Freddy. And let me be clear. Um, so you know where they are, right? They're 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 in the valley. They're in North Hollywood. So it, it seems clear to me that's where they live at. Okay. Balboa, Balboa is one of the most busiest. If anyone's from LA, you know this. Like it's one of the, the busiest. Well, the valley is different from LA, but 
It's one of the busiest intersections that you can be. It's literally, it's by Burbank. It's like a long strip of street. If it's busy, like your, your ass is getting fucking, your ass is grass. Mm -hmm. So they go back to that street for this next scene. The cops find her on the street. At this point, I'm like, what the, what am I fucking watching? I say, I find myself saying this every, every week. The cop, the cops see her on the street. She barfs and the cops chase her. Yep. The same cops that would just as easily have shot her ass or just as easily just stop fucking chasing her because they have no warrant. There's really no reason why you're chasing this person. The vomit pissed off the cops so bad that it was like, wait a fucking minute. And Rue went to chasing for whichever reason. Uh, I'm, I'm still fairly stuck on the fact that she got away from that couple as she can't walk and shouldn't be able to walk after all the running that she's been doing, all the avoiding, escaping, punching her leg, cramps, so on and so forth. You mean to tell me you escaped a two-story house with a dog, with a dog, might I add, and somehow shook the woman and the man as you went down the street. I said, okay, so we're, we're, so we're going into complete zany portions here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that like after episode one, I don't think they really have much left. They wrapped up everything that was elusive in episode one, and that's why we have what we have here. Imagine everything. if episode one was a bonus episode. They wrapped up everything. It, well, if it was a bonus, I mean, we still would have got this shitty shit we're watching. <laughs> right now. Um, so she she fucking surfs on a garage door. She's jumping on rooftops. Yeah, rooftops. And the cops, the Keystone cops, are, they just they can't get her. Ninety pounds. Soaking wet. They can't find her. They can't get her. She runs in traffic on Balboa again, causing an accident. She jumps over a fence, falls onto some glass, gets up. This must be, she's not high, so it's not crackhead strength. Mm -mm. It's not adrenaline. Um, She's like 90 pounds soaking wet, be clear. And she's pushing grown men over on tables. Like, I I, I can't, I I, I can't, bro. You know, I I, I can't. There there has to be an explanation for what, what the fuck we're seeing here. They wouldn't have also been, ch- Mark, they just wouldn't have been chasing her this long with so many fucking cops. It almost felt like it was a dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. there, there, there's like f- six cops after her. And this is the part of, this is the part that I don't think warrants the area of suspend your belief for a little bit. Um, No, I don't want to suspend my belief here. You are very stressed out right now from everything that's happened throughout the beginning of the day you are clearly trying to run and you are tired you are having cramps you are not in the situation to duck a family police friends your mom um all within your own form of strength and ability you would have been you would have been caught by now one way or another rue should this all this all this fun and this antics and 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 scooby dooby doo where are you all this shit that's going on throughout the past couple of episodes should have been ended fairly quickly and somebody should have caught her we probably would have got maybe if it was written a little bit differently maybe she should have got caught and we got something else to happen from that but then after this who knows what happens even if she would have got caught and her explanation to try and get away from that cops are on the block Rue's hiding in the trash can like she's solid snake <laughs> Rue goes to Lori's house to plug with the stolen jewelry and, and goods at this point, I was like, Sam must, Sam Levinson must not really like know nothing about like the streets, and right? showing up like, and, and showing up to a dealer and saying, "Hey, 
He gave me 10K. I got a watch. I got 2K in cash for you. And that's about it. I thought a gun was going to be put to Rue's head, blasted, and we get our credit scene. Um, did not happen. Lori, um, tells her, hey, I can't take this. I need it in cash. And she also says that she knew Rue wasn't sober. And she knew she wasn't sober when she took the drugs. But she says she'll help Rue because she used to be a college athlete and reiterates that Rue needs to bring her what she owes in cash. But Rue says, I'll take anything you have. I'm not, I'm not trying to live anymore. <laughs> the, the look the look to the side. <laughs> Let's start. where do you want to start where do you want to start with the <laughs> where, where do you want to start the eight the eight thousand dollar l that Lori is taking and she's and she's very calm about it or um let's let's start off with the fact that why do you care so much about this girl lost forty thousand pills had to fall back <laughs> rue has knocked nobody off their feet clearly crawling at this point does not have a one credit can't get more pills. And I highly doubt that Lori thinks she's going to give it all back. So how have we reached a point that the $8,000 L is sitting right in front of her face and Rue is not shot? That is what confused me a lot. I will say all that to say this. This is another admission that I'm providing on Overly Medicated. Another thing that I have not watched the wire wow i don't have no words to you for that i have no words for you with that one bud it came up to me as you shared a meme between us uh obviously ramen talk boys you me cyrus um you, oh, and cyrus, you, had, no, you had no clue the fuck that was you, huh? yeah you and cyrus both knew uh what was going on there the meme said if i can just Go to here. If Rue told this man she didn't have his 10K, what would be the outcome? I immediately knew it was The Wire because I know the the background of um, that piece. And I know that that is a memeable person that I have seen with you want it one way, but it's the other way. But that's the extent of my knowledge. Oh, man. I know a lot of people right here like screaming. You need to watch The Wire. Ain't much I can say to that. You should start it tomorrow. It's much better than this show. Can you start it tomorrow? That's a big dedication, man. I, I, I got to do set it off. And then we have round two of, of what my up next cue is going to be. Oh, just start the show, Mark. It's on HBO Max. Just start the show. Can we go? Can we, I, I would push all that shit back for this. Even the Matrix? Yeah, I would push the Matrix back. For even this. Yellow Jackets? Even Abbott Elementary? I would do. Abbott's like a weekly show. You can fucking watch Abbott whenever you want to. Like Abbott isn't a show that you got to be locked into every week. It's a, it's like a, it's a comedy. Uh, Yellow Jackets, you definitely should watch that in the in the wire, for sure. I can't make any promises, but I'll add the wire. I a hey, all I gotta say about that is it's it's much more of a show than this. So, um, Laura Lori gives a. Lori gives Rue some morphine, which is, yeah, you know, yet another opiate. Gets her high. And remember, a couple episodes ago, she said she was going to sell her to some uh, unsavory folks if she screwed her. Oh, man. And this is what she seemed to be setting her up for. But Rue gets yet another unearned flashback to her dad. 
which again is so indulgent with the flashbacks this season. There are a lot of them. There are a lot. We get it. The church scene was enough, my nigga. <laughs> That's the, the one that. But the thing, the thing is, with the church scene, that was supposed to be like tear-inducing and emotional. Um, I'd say you and I are pretty well. Then again, honestly, you know, now that I think about it, I don't even know if you're an emotional type nigga. Who me? Yeah. I'm very emotional. Very emo in, in tune in tune with your emotions. A lot of things move you. This show doesn't move my emotions. Yeah, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I, I honestly, fairly emotional person. I would not shed a tear for Rue. Not at a single moment have I thought about shedding a tear for Rue. Um, I shed tears for the Leslies and the Gias of the world. I think their situations are very bad when dealing with a person like Rue. Uh, but last week was not emotion inducing, was not tear inducing. What we got this week between her and her father and her reading the note after her father had passed. Well, well they, they stay on the, the, they stay on the, that one thing I want to talk about, they stay on the morphine for so fucking long as, as she puts her in the tub. And I'm like, we get it. Morphine is worse. But they fucked her arm up, boy. God damn. They were tapping her arm. God damn. I was like, I get it, my nigga. I get it. So. Uh, Rue wakes up after the flashback. She is locked in, locked down in the apartment. Of course, it seems that Lori is planning some worse shit for her. Tries to use a key to open up the door. Everyone is must have, they must be the hardest sleepers, heaviest sleepers they have ever, they've ever existed. Lori, her boyfriend, some other guy on the couch, uh, the bird. Bobby Rude. Rue, <laughs> Rue gets out through the window. <laughs> I think that, I think he wanted to play that as a tense scene, but in my mind, I knew there was no fucking way that they were going to let Rue actually in this episode getting caught. Yeah, that's just where they're going to go. She gets out. Uh, Takes a damn three story leap from the roof all the way to the bottom. Does not tear her ACL after hours of running. I said, okay, yeah, we're 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 for sure locked into the zany piece here. Yeah, and. Uh, <sighs> That was it. She 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 runs to the gate, uh, knocks on her mom's door. She says Rue, and that, that ends the episode. That is the end of episode five. The much lauded episode five where things happen. And uh, yeah. Things happen for the worst. I think that's the easiest way that you can say it. The episode six preview, if you did not watch the episode six preview and were a little bit as stunned as much as we are, um, we clearly see that Maddie has intentions to kill said that she actually could kill Cassie if she wanted to, but she might have a few ideas for Nate. Biggest biggest point of this is that we see the disc again. The disc, the the phantom disc. Yeah. There's the the MacGuffin, <laughs> the the smoking gun, if you will, of the disc is back. And well listen, the disc could have been around all season, Mark. Not just episode six. We just we it's it just feels it's cheap. I feel cheated. We got that off a of bad. We we uh, we got that off a of bad omission. A person that who should not be the one to admit this to anybody, off a bicycle ride to the side and seeing Cassie jumping into Nate's car. She admits it. Nobody says, "Hey, this is a J saying J shit." We should probably take it with a grain of salt. People just believed it. 
There aren't going to be any other pieces in episode six that say, well, if Rue was lying, I, I, I truthfully don't think they're going to go down that road in episode six. I don't think Maddie's going to take that point. I think Maddie is very, very aware that all this happened. She's clearly going to go into up in the state. If Maddie's going to be the one person that ups the poll this season, I'm going to be fairly shocked. And I would have lost that bet if I uh, if I put some money on it because I did not expect Maddie to be the one that ups the state this season. Green Award. I mean, who was you gonna give it to? I'm giving that. You know who I'm giving it to? Sam Levinson. Yes, his actually his first, yes, yeah. His first award of this series. Yeah, Sam Levinson gets the Green Award this week. Okay, I like I, mean, I like that vision. It's two of them. The executive producers and Daya gets it too. <laughs> oh, not even, not even Rue gets it. Zendaya gets it. Okay. You want to you want to make a fucking Instagram post about this shit? You can't sell me dog shit and say it's gold. You're getting it too. You're both green. Do better. And that, who you giving? And no, no, I, I think, I think, I think I agree on that. I would double down on the Sam Levinson, um, Zendaya's Instagram posts, and maybe we can even read the the full quote. From I'm not reading that shit. Okay, well, you can take a look at Zendaya's Instagram if if you actually want to read it. I think a lot of the characteristics about Rue that Euphoria wants us to feel as far as emotion about Rue, it gets thrown out the window this season. And they told us episode one is going to be really hard to like Rue this season. We could have hated Rue for good portions. Obviously, I did not feel well how she treated Ali a couple weeks ago. Was very unsure of how they're going to do a whole lot of this. This is now to the point where this heel turn, it's not necessarily forced, but it's like it's taking over a whole bunch of different things that did not involve her at all. What I liked, what I liked about the show, a lot of the shit about the show that I liked is not here anymore. And it's like, you can't just say, well, we told you we were going to do this. Like, no, at least fucking make it. If you're going to make it hard to watch, I watch some shows that are hard to watch. Yeah scenes that are hard to watch it's, it's, it's possible to, to turn me to do that but you gave us five hours of nate and cal and trying to make us feel bad for this motherfucker then you turn around and say hey well rue's terrible too so it's like you don't really have anyone in this season to like root for if that's the if that's the case it's like no one's really likable here so why would i why should i care i, I honestly am at the point where, like why should i care about any of these people they didn't even, they didn't even bring it back to, to jules no you shit no. on Jules. We don't get a reaction. Yeah. No reaction to any of it. Jules is less smarter than she was last season. I feel like Rue, even though they try to make it feel like she is the Grand Wizard, you know, less smarter than she was last season as well. A lot of the things that she got taught has now thrown it out the window, or at least we just haven't seen it yet. But at this point, if we do see it, what's it going to produce? What is it? What's what? What story is it gonna? What story is it gonna try and tell out for these next three episodes? Because it's cost us so much that clearly we know that episode six is now going to go back to our storyline. But Rue's ruined. I, I I can I can honestly say I can honestly say that Rue has ruined that storyline. One more episode, Rue might be ruined, but um. That is episode five of uh, Euphoria, and hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, I hear something. Ah, oh, yeah, there it goes, there it goes. Plan us out. Thanks, Labyrinth. Thank God. Thank you guys. 
for listening to Overly Medicated. Once again, please subscribe to us, RNC Radio Watch. We'll be reviewing this show for the rest of the season. There's so much stuff coming up. New episode of The Black Print coming out this week, too. Uh, Mark got a new episode of R- RSPN coming out. Absolutely. Next week, we're pulling in. Three more episodes left. Don't know what to think about. Tell us what you guys think about it. Follow me at OG Johnny Five. Mark at my man MC on Twitter. Let us know what you think about this episode as we try and unpack it. We'll see you next week. We're overly medicated. Peace. Peace out.